Welcome to the Child Care Council's Chit Chat Podcast, where we talk about all things early childhood education and child care. I'm Courtney Jones. I'm a parent of two kids and by no means an expert on child care, but I know people that are. I'll be sitting down every week with experts to learn more myself and share my conversations with you. Today, I'm sitting down with Elvisa Alakadic, the program coordinator for Project Hope in Oneida County. We recorded this podcast because, well, this resource is something that we think everyone should know about. We've all been through a lot since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, and Project Hope is here to help. What are some of the services that New York Project Hope provides to our residents? When the presidential disaster declaration was made, it allowed New York State to apply for a crisis counseling grant through FEMA in order to assist with the impact of COVID-19, since it is the most unprecedented public health crisis that New York State has ever faced. Then in April of 2020, Governor Cuomo directed New York State Office of Mental Health to initiate a COVID-19 helpline response to assist New York residents. And the Neighborhood Center was chosen to be a local provider program for Project HOPE. So we have uh, trained uh, crisis counselors help people understand and cope with their reactions and emotions related to the challenges of COVID-19. Project HOPE is a strength-based program uh, offering support that promotes resilience, empowerment, and recovery. And through an emotional support helpline, educational materials, and trusted referrals, New York Project Hope crisis counselors help people do their best to manage the stress, isolation, grief, and the many other challenges stemming from the pandemic. Uh, Oneida County residents can call the Neighborhood Center Emotional Support Helpline directly at 315-272-6248, which is active Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Uh, Also, the New York State statewide emotional support helpline can also be reached at 844-863-9314 from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. seven days a week. And again, all calls are confidential, anonymous, and free. And that's wonderful that they're they're open in a variety of hours so that people can can make use of those hotlines at the times that they might be feeling a crisis coming on or might be feeling uncomfortable. And with the variety of hours that are there, it really is helpful for people to, whether it's the local or if it's the statewide, to have those, to have these resources available to them to help them through those moments. Absolutely. And even if people call the statewide uh, helpline, uh, those trained crisis counselors are able to assist people even in our local area. And, you know, in addition to that, too, you have your website, which is full of resources from from where to connect with programs to um, I love on your website that there's these like mindfulness activities or games where there's one where you're like making sand castles out of sand falling and it just helps to 
to recenter you and just give yourself a deep breath because I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I really don't like to meditate. So I need to trick myself into meditating because I don't like, if somebody tells me to meditate, I instantly am like, no, I don't want to do it. So I need to like trick myself into doing it. And um, a lot of the activities that I found on New York Project Hope's website are really great at tricking you into taking a moment and taking a breath for yourself and giving yourself that peace of mind back into your day without you necessarily sitting down and being like, I am meditating at this moment. <laughs> and for sure, everybody has uh, different preferences on how to uh, do something. Uh, and that's the reason that we have so many options when it comes to getting assistance from Project Hope. Uh, for example, uh, some of the uh, places that we try to reach prefer to have in-person wellness groups or educational sessions uh, for their clients, members, patients, whatever it may be, and students as well. And we go in person or we'll do virtual uh, events where we uh, do wellness groups or uh, provide educational material and just talk to people. So uh, however it may be beneficial to you, we're able to accommodate those needs. That's wonderful. And I think for a lot of people too, maybe their usual coping mechanisms have changed since the pandemic with things not being open. Some of the things that you used to do to relieve stress might be a little bit different now. So it's wonderful that you have so many ways that you can help people through with their coping strategies and, and resources. Absolutely. And our program staff understand the emotions that arise from being unsettled and fatigued by COVID-19. And the crisis counselors are supportive. They're careful listeners who are knowledgeable about accessible local resources. Uh, they also help by providing emotional support and coping strategies, as well as, uh, as self-care guidance uh, and COVID-19 related information, uh, as well as uh, trusted referrals to needed resources. So uh, I would encourage anyone who is struggling in any way, especially related to uh, COVID-19 anxieties to uh, call us at 315-272-6248. As we move towards reopening, there's a lot of, um, it, it's a little scary for a lot of us to, to get back to that uh, quote unquote normal mindset. And you really have to have those coping skills in order to, to be able to get back there. Are you, are you finding that there are a lot of people that are anxious about reopening and getting back to closer to where normal is? Uh, absolutely. We have uh, reached a lot of Oneida County and we're finding that people are uh, certainly still being affected by COVID-19. And we must remember that everyone's comfort level is different. Uh, also keeping in mind uh, the impacts of COVID-19 and uh, try to be mindful of what could have changed in the lives of others. Uh, not everyone had the same experience during this time. And uh, some people need extra help uh, to get back to pre-COVID times. Do you have any other tips or are there any good coping skills that we all can take from this conversation about how we can ease ourselves back into the community and how we can step back in after this pandemic? 
Absolutely. And um, also, I do want to say that we know that reopening is exciting, but it can also be stressful for people. And whether it's turning a doorknob, commuting on public transportation, or socializing with friends and colleagues, it can be a lot. And we are here to help. Uh, we have uh, many uh, tips and strategies to assist people in overcoming uh, whatever emotions they may be feeling. And uh, we are, we know that uh, after over a year of being in a pandemic and adapting to uh, new rules, regulations, and routines, it can be difficult transitioning back to normal. And normal can look uh, different for everyone as COVID has changed many things in people's lives. And it's also okay to feel uneasy and tense at times. Uh, you may even find yourself overthinking things uh, you have never used to think twice about, uh, whether it's uh, turning a doorknob, like I said, and uh, commuting or socializing. Um, all of those things can continue to uh, cause issues for people. And first things uh, first, uh, people must decide uh, what they're most comfortable with and what is best for them. Uh, this way they can work on establishing boundaries based on their comfort level. And also uh, acknowledging uncomfortable feelings. Uh, and as you're feeling them, uh, talk about them. Talk with friends, family, uh, colleagues. Uh, you might find out you're not alone. Uh, also, if uh, you're feeling nervous about you or your family members returning to work or school, inquire about the safety measures that are being put in place uh, within these institutions. Think about the new habits that you have implemented during the pandemic. Which ones uh, would you want to include in your new routine? Uh, think about some things that you missed during the pandemic and which ones you want slowly uh, to add back into your routines. Uh, this can give you something to look forward to as things are slowly opening back up. The most important part of any strategy that we would suggest for coping skills is to remind yourself of how far you have come. And as humans, we are natural adapters. Just as we adapted to life during the pandemic, uh, we can also learn to transition back into post-pandemic life. It just may take some time, some compassion, and some patience. I think it's also really important what you said earlier of it's normal and you're you're certainly not alone in feeling these feelings because there are so many people that are just like you feeling you know, maybe not exactly the same way that you feel, but that underlying anxiety, that nervousness about things opening back up and the pressures that it holds when you're still perhaps uncomfortable with the way that things are out in the community, it's totally normal. And it's almost, it's expected after the way that we've lived through the pandemic. I think that's really important for people to know. It's wonderful that you said that. Absolutely. And uh, like I said, everyone experienced uh, this time differently. And uh, it is normal. It's normal to feel the way that everyone is feeling uh, because it was a lot. 
And it is a lot and it may continue to be a lot, but it's also important to do the best that we can to assist the people who are struggling more uh, with uh, the effects of COVID-19. And I love that you that you mentioned of look how far we've come, because if there's one thing that in all my years of working with children, if there's one thing that I know that it's that humans are resilient and especially children. And um, as a parent, I, I put a lot of pressures on how my children will come out the other side and not a lot of pressures, I guess, but I, I worry a lot about how my children will come out the other side of this pandemic. And I find comfort in, in the reminder that humans and children are extremely resilient as long as they have loving and caring adults in their lives. So it's wonderful that we're, we're having this conversation about look how far we've come and look how resilient we are to be able able to overcome this. Absolutely. And as people, we're resilient, but I also think as New Yorkers, we are resilient. We've overcome a lot and we will overcome this. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's so funny you mentioned being New Yorkers because we're just starting to see the snow start to fall. And if there's one thing that we in New York know what to do, it's how to <laughs> get through these winters and be able to come out the other side of them like it never happened. For sure, but we'll get through it. It's only six months left of it, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so if you're an agency or a school and you want um, some more hands-on help with New York Project Hope, is there something that you guys can do for like groups or agencies or schools even? Absolutely. And we have actually been doing a lot of that. Uh, and those agencies and schools or whatever uh, type of institution it is, they can also contact us directly at the 315-272-6248 number. And we can set up uh, wellness groups, educational groups. Uh, we set up tabling events, uh, whatever it is that those agencies need uh, in order to serve the population they serve. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I look forward to getting people connected to New York Project Hope and I look forward to talking to you again in the near future. Thank you. I appreciate it. Make sure to check out the links that I've put in the show notes where we have all the hotline numbers and website for New York Project Hope. We'd love for you to take advantage of what they have to offer and we hope that sharing this resource will help us all cope and recover from the COVID-19 pandemic.